aggression. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another little bonus episode from the RE Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us the real ratings war on the weekend. As it's once again time to dip a toe into the sea show as I'm going to take a look at some velocity and Sunday night heat. So it's a busy old week for the boys and girls of 2004 WWE as the roster's due to head out across the pond for the 2004 European Tour. Now, before they head off on the 6th of October, there's still a boatload of action to take in. Now, we're on the back of No Mercy, which was the 3rd of October. Now, the following two days, as always, it's Live Raw and a taped Smackdown, which Mike and I will be covering in our next episode, along with the European tour, as we look at the fallout from No Mercy and we carry on the build towards Taboo Tuesday. But also, as always, on the two days following No Mercy, before we got on that plane, Smackdown taped Heat and Velocity to air on the upcoming weekend, and that's what I'm going to take a look at today. So the 9th of October 2004 Velocity, it took place at the Fleet Centre in Boston, Massachusetts. We open up with a recap of what happened in the last ride match at this past Sunday's No Mercy and the after events on Smackdown. Now let's get right to the elephant in the room. For those that are watching the video version of this on YouTube, the only feed I could find has Spanish subtitles, so <laughs> tough. The intro and pyro goes off as Josh Matthews doesn't welcome us to the show, but we get these weird pre-recorded comments that JBL is still a WWE champion, and neither John Cena or Booker T is the US champion. Hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tori Wilson in a skin-tight bin bag with all the boobs on show. She asks if we're ready to spend the night with Tori as she's come back for another dose of velocity. Uh, so Tori's on announced duty for the Green Show and our opening contest is Doug Basham with his brother going one-on-one, speaking of Green, with the van man Rob Van Dam. Another dose of velocity. So don't touch that remote control and get ready for the ride. Don't worry, I'm not touching my remote control. Introducing Mark from Columbus, Ohio, weighing in at 240 pounds, Doug Basham. From Battle Creek, Michigan, weighing in at 235 pounds, Doug Basham. Uh, Tori Wilson, she struggles to get her intro out as the pyro drowns her. Uh, Doug, he points at RVD and that sets up the Rob Van Dam. The match begins, Danny with the distraction and Dougie goes to work. Uh, second rope, springboard and a quick arm drag puts RVD in control until another distraction allows Basham to take control with a jumping leg lariat. Uh, but it looks like he's done himself in. Uh, Dougie starts obbling around the ring as he puts the boots in, works over RVD. Uh, a suplex gets Dougie two and then we have a little cuddle. Five minutes in, cuddle time. RVD though fights out with the cuddle. Doug blocks a spin kick and a big clothesline takes out RVD. But a spin kick takes out Doug and both men are down. Uh, the commentators, they talk about how Doug Basham's middle name could be Bill and then proceed to talk about Billy Kidman. Now that is a segue, lads. Right, Cole and Taz are in trouble at this rate if we carry on with shit like this. Championship, we've got the highlights of that match and more here on Velocity and Doug Basham mocking Rob Van Dam. And you can't, it only works if you have three initials. Oh! DB, Doug Basham. Got it. Spinning heel kick there by Rob Van Dam. Doug Basham could have a middle name, though. It could be Bill. We got plenty of Bills around here. Doug Bill Basham. <laughs> William. It would be Doug William Basham. There's another Bill. How about Billy Kidman? Who knows what's going on with Billy Kidman? Um, the Van Man, he does the Kung Fu, and it's a monkey flip and a drop kick to the face. Rolling Thunder from the Van Man is blocked. Doug gets himself a two. Doug still savouring that leg, but then he knees Rob Van Dam twice in the face with it. It's like, come on, are we injured or are we not injured? 
it's it's one of them where it's, you see it happen. Rob Van Dam's the worst, <laughs> to be fair. Rob Van Dam is the worst. He'll get battered on a le on a leg or an arm or a body part for 10, 15 minutes. Then when it's finish time, <laughs> RVD, he goes up to the top, but Danny shoves him off. Uh, Doug then goes for a pin, but only gets a two. He should have hit some move. But after his brother shoved him off, he's weakened, he's down. It's a move. If you only had like a single finishing move, it's a move and then go for the pin. It doesn't work. RVD's back up and Doug, he ducks a spin kick into the corner. RVD blocks and a kick sends Dougie to Nanites. But Danny's now in the ring. RVD takes out Danny with a kick, goes up top. It's the five star for the one, two, three and gets the victory in what was quite a fun match. Danny Basham is actually in the ring now. And now the referee's watching the whole thing and he's going to let it happen. And here comes Rob. Five star frog splash. Rob Van Dam. Twisting in midair, and I believe Rob Van Dam is gonna pick up the victory. Um, you're always gonna have your twin magic with, uh, with the Bashams, God bless those Bashams. Um, but I think it was your usual kind of mid card versus lower card. I don't really want to class the Bashams, but they are lower card. Uh, it was only gonna end one way, um, and it was fun. Basham, he hurt himself, recovered like fucking magic. It was a, it was not a bad opener. There's been a lot worse openers on Velocity, that's for sure. We come back to a JBL promo about JBL wanting to be our, our American hero. And then we cut to highlights from SmackDown as hardcore Bob Holly went one-on-one -on -one with our WWE champion. Get away from this match. Oh, man. Oh, wow. The referee is counting. The referee has just counted out the champion. So JBL, he, again, we're going to cover this a lot more in the next episode, but JBL gets himself counted out in a non-title match versus Bob Furman, hardcore Ori. Now, this is your WWE champion, fuck's sake. Heal or not, I'm not bothered. Bob Holly should be a breeze. <laughs> a breeze. <laughs> and then we find out Bob, next week, gets his rematch, and it's a hardcore match for the WWE title. Come on, Bob Holly, redemption again. We cut backstage and we see the big dog with a big bruise um, from the shot that it, from Eddie and the police baton at No Mercy. Uh, the big dog, he vows to show no mercy against his next opponent. Now, someone needs to tell old Poochie that you can only use that line in the build-up to No Mercy, not the aftermath. It doesn't work. I'm going to give you No Mercy at Taboo Tuesday. <laughs> I know it's Smackdown. All right, I'm going to give you No Mercy at Survive Series. But it just doesn't work. I'm going to bring No Mercy at No Mercy. It works perfect. In the war... And make no mistake about it, we are at war. And you just signed my next opponent's death warrant. Because I'm going to show him no mercy. And then we get a promo for the return in two weeks of the greatest cruiserweight in WWE history, according to this video package. As returning from nearly dying after Billy Kidman nearly killed him, Chavo Guerrero. And then, da 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 here comes the big dog. And he's going one-on-one -on -one with Rick Vega. Savio's lad. Uh, Lufa, he shows his big doggedness as he flattens Vega, who sells beautifully. Sign him up already. Loving how this kid's selling. Uh, he's doing his job. His jobber. His jobber's job in jobbing. <laughs> it's the job. And how do you job? Well, you sell well. Selling times jobbing equals success. Big dog, he then boots a drape in Vega, and Josh does his best Joey Styles. Oh, my God. Oh my god! 
Uh, Reigns into a chin lock and everyone starts pulling faces. Reigns, his opponent, people in the crowd. Well, I think that's a yawn. Finish of the match, the big dog is the dog shit for the one, two, three. Proper old school jobber match. Uh, the, the jobber got a tiny little bit of a fencing halfway through, but it was to no avail. There was only one winner here and it was the day, day, the day, day, the day, 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 Stating neck breaker. Oh! The whirling dervish. That's what I'm calling that one. Up next is more SmackDown highlights as we see the killer Kidman go up against Charlie Haas. Uh, Kidman loses his shit, beats up on Jackie Gator afterwards until Rico makes the save and the doctors and staff act like Jackie's dead. And then we get more SmackDown as we see the debut. Again, we will bring this in a lot more detail in the next episode of Carly's Hill Caribbean Call. Game changer in the WWE mid-card division for me personally. Absolute game changer. Don't know how I feel about 2020 uh, with COVID and all that and Carly's Hill spitting in gimmick won't work today that's probably why i didn't come back on raw that's exactly all the lies about carlito come out and said ah bring me back to wrestle i don't want to just stand there which it's just a lie they said carlito we can't have you out pal we can't have you spitting in people's faces um we get more pre-recorded comments from josh and he awkwardly says carlito's catchphrase um and it takes us to more smackdown highlights with john cena putting his united states title on the line versus the, de the debuting carlito caribbean call from using that championship. Oh, Josh Cena will use it. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Carlito's got whoa, that Cena. That's that steel chain Cena carries around. Wait a minute. Carlito's got the steel Cena chain. Cena has no idea. Oh. Right off the, the, the skull. The, the jaw. jaw. Here's the cover oh. by Carlito. No way. No way. Oh. Carlito stole the title. Carlito That's stole the, the title. We get a commercial for Smackers with some weird background music where I feel drugs would have been needed to enjoy. And it's time for your main event. It is the Dudleys, Devon and Bubba, along with the boss, going up against the FBI's Johnny the Bull and Nunzio, with Johnny still in his sister's best. So the match, Bubba and Johnny to start. Bubba with the fake and Devon from behind takes control. Shoulder block and kip up from Johnny. He's fucking pulling out all the moves. Backbreaker gets him a one count. Tag to Nunzio. Johnny goes low and Nunzio hits the netbreaker for the one. In comes Bubba, and Nunzio scrambles away and just gives it a big and he just runs away and says, ah, look at me. They do something you don't agree with, you jump on the bandwagon with everybody else in these fans and go against them. Miss Jackie. Uh, Bubba doesn't like that though, and he throws him halfway across the ring. Uh, big slam from Bubba, and he talks shit to Nunzio. A uh, couple of arm drags from Nunzio, and he sweeps the leg for the quick kick out. Nunzio talks some shit, takes control over Bubba, and we go for a mid-match cuddle. Bubba flies Nunzio into the corner, Devon gives him some shit, and then here comes Spike for a choke with a tag rope as we go to the break. We're back, and Devon is working over Nunzio and into a neck vice. Uh, Nunzio breaks out, goes for a backslide, and then a crucifix gets him a two. But then Nunzio eats a mean clothesline and more talking shit from the Dudleys. The best thing about the heel Dudleys, I talk about this all the time, is just they're, they're, do a move, stop, call you a knobhead. Do another move, stop, call you a wanker. Fucking love it, it's a great gimmick. Body slam from Devon and he hits an elbow, but the count is broken up by Johnny. Then in comes Bubba with a slingshot suplex and he goes to work on Nunzio. And Nunzio slips out of a flying fuckhole, but Bubba catches Nunzio's leg and then with a little naughty kick to the bollocks, he makes the tag to Devon, to which, for me, the ref kind of sees. And he just warns him about it. <laughs> Don't be doing that again. 
Dave onto the second rope. He misses a flying fuck all. And now it's hot tag time. Punch, punch, punch. Backdrop. Clothesline, clothesline. Side slam. The bull is raging. Bubba goes up top and he takes the slam for his troubles. And then the commentators say that Johnny is the strongest superstar on the roster, pound for pound. Sure. Billy Gunn might still argue. I'd say Billy Gunn for years. Oh, he's the strongest pound for pound. And he's still there-ish, kind of. And down goes Diva. Johnny the Bull, the strongest superstar, pound for pound in the WWE. Cover after that military press. Nunzio, he goes for Bubba. Spike holds, but Nunzio moves and down goes Spike. Big spine buster onto Devon, which Josh calls a sidewalk slam and then corrects himself. And Johnny sends Nunzio up, but here comes the boss again. He throws Nunzio off. This causes a distraction for Johnny, allowing the Dudleys to hit the 3D for the 1 2 3. Sidewalk slammed by the ball! A huge spine buster by Johnny the Bull. And now a double team by... Oh! It was going to be a double team by the FBI, but Spike's back again. Johnny the Bull's got his hands on Spike. But you can't turn your back on Bubba Ray and Devon. 3D! Dudley death drop! And that's going to do it for the FBI! I think overall, as an episode of Velocity, um, like I always say, if you aren't, don't have the luxury, I suppose, in 2004 to, to watch SmackDown, um, but I imagine you'd get access to Velocity and, and, and Heat, especially in America, uh, I think it's one of them that, this gives you all the latest information. All the latest information it showed you. It didn't just show you the promo. We saw the match for Cena and Carlito. You saw the stuff with JBL and Heidenreich. You saw all the key components that are going on in SmackDown at the minute without wasting two hours of your life. And also, we got some fun matches. The Bashams was fun. The main event with Nunzio um, and Johnny Stamboli against the Dudleys. Oh, it's going to be fun with the Dudleys. Overall, if we're going to Maven scale this, we'll be giving this a three out of five Mavens. It's a solid episode of Velocity. Anyway, that was Saturday. On to Sunday we go. So it is October the 10th, 2004. Sunday night heat takes place at Madison Square Garden in New York, New York. So before the show went on the air, um, we had the dark match. Um, everyone's favourite Facebook cannabis canvasser, Uncle Val, he defeated Mohammed Hassan with Sean Davari. Um, we've heard a lot of rumours. The dirt sheets of 2004 have been rampant about this new Arab gimmick. Looks like he's uh, he's close. He's close. Hallelujah. I fucking I don't think that's how it went, but it was brilliant. Todd Grisham and Al Snow welcome us to the show, and it's straight to ringside for our opening contest. Gail Kim going up against the dancing hitman herself, Victoria, uh, with wrestling's best referee Jack Doan. You're already beating Velocity. <laughs> Uh, the Divas, they lock up, and we see the Candy Floss Man. I always... He, he catches my eye straight away. Now, it, it must be hard. <laughs> it must be hard. Because it's not the fact that... I don't imagine it's heavy, because obviously Candy Floss is practically air. But you've, even with a lot of them. But you've got the pole, and it's all about not hitting anybody. Because imagine the Candy Floss salesman in 2020. Well, let's, in 2019, when there were people allowed. Like, if you crack somebody in that, boom, they're going on social media. Boom, they're hitting up a no-win, no-fee. You're in a mess. You're in a right mess. That he's the most skilled fucking worker in that arena. 
Al Snow, he gets all excited as we're going to see two hot chicks battle each other. Uh, Victoria with a nasty looking shot on the arm and then a beautiful arm drag takes down Kim. Uh, Snow quips that that was a beautiful Japanese arm drag, but that's not a nod to Gail's Asian descent as she's from Korea. The fuck are you, right? This is the first time of many times where Al Snow's commentary is uh, ever since Coach fucked off and became more of an on-screen character on Raw and wasn't needed on Heat, he, he, he's lost his guidance. Beautiful Japanese arm drag and not speaking of uh, Gail Kim's Asian descent because she's from Korea. Single arm DDT from Gail and she puts the boots in and batters the arm. Uh, Victoria into the corner. Gail gives her the big end to the MSG crowd. Uh, more working over the arm and she locks up the arm in a lovely hammerlock. It's like, she's such a fucking pro. Like, th these two, these two are the, the best they've got right now. And they're going one-on-one -on, -one on heat. This should be for the title on a pay-per-view. Back suplex on the arm gets a two. Uh, Victoria reverses and sends Gale into the corner, uh, battling back with shots and a couple of knockdowns. Uh, the arm is suddenly back to life. <laughs> it's like fucking bash him. Um, and we get a, a backdrop that gets a two. Uh, chop into the ropes and Gale goes for the crucifix into a sunset flip, which Victoria blocks for a two count. End of the match comes a big boot from Victoria, sets up the Widow's Peak. Both commentators, they call for the powerbomb. It's like, have neither of you seen the Divas or Victoria wrestle before? It's like Hunter setting up for the uh, pedigree and JR saying, Oh, it's a Pearl River Plunge King! Oh, brutal boot right into the stomach. Victoria. Looks like she's going to powerbomb her. Going for the powerbomb. No, is she? No! The Widow's Peak by Victoria and Gail Kim That's it. is done. Two, and it's over. Uh, Victoria then back to selling the arm as she gets the victory from the Widow's Peak in what was a very fun, it should have lasted a bit longer, opening match. Um, it was a lot better than any Divas stuff you see on Raw at the minute because, you get, especially with the Raw, well, Women's Division was in a bad state, in a bad, bad state coming in 2004. And we're now in October and it's got worse because SmackDown is non-existent. Women don't wrestle over there. And Raw... Women aren't wrestling over here currently because, like, we have a three-on-a-three, three, which is maybe five, four or five minutes of action, but they get a lot of time to the Divas, a lot of time, but it's all focused on boobs and Diva search and bikinis and all that shit that you don't want to be when you're a Victoria or you're a Gail Kim. You can see why these two aren't with the WWE and haven't been for a long time. And we're back from break, and Rhino and Tadges are making their entrance as we see their opponents in the ring. Arch Kincaid, and what looks to be Danny Doran, EC Dub, running through for Sunday Night Heat. Uh, Doran and Tadges, they lock up to start with Doran giving the big into the crowd. A stiff kick from Tadges, and he, then he slaps his ass. Um, Doran into a headlock, into the ropes. Doran kicks down Tadges, and then reverse spin kick for his troubles. Um, Tom then pipes in that Tadges and Rhino are facing Dan Morrison and Arch Kincaid, or as this is weird. Al Snow, he calls him Arch Baba Ganoush, and it turns into a running joke all match with Al Snow delivering all these false facts. Um, and then he pipes him with his fucking comment of the night. Rhino, the man beast for several reasons. Some we can't discuss here on the air. And how would you know that? Well, he is an animal lover. <laughs> He's an animal lover, but what the fuck is wrong with you? You need the coach back by your side. Um, Arch offers a handshake and then gets battered for his troubles. Arch with control on Rhino, and here comes Dorin. Uh, Rhino blocks an arm drag, but more shots from Dorin until Rhino fights back. 
Big drop kick from Dorian, and then he takes over. Now, what the fuck is all the offence and control from the jobbers? So if we were acting like these were a big deal, fair enough. But we've got Al Snow's dicking on them entirely. They didn't get an entrance. They are utter jobbers. Like, you're not even calling Danny Dorian Danny Dorian. Um, utter jobbers. But they're getting loads of offencing. Back into the corner. And uh, here comes Dorian for more shots onto Rhino. No moves, just shots. Just punch, 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 punch. But the jobbers are all over Rhino. But a big belly-to-belly -belly gives Rhino some breathing room. And Tadgers is begging for the tag. And here comes the buzzard. Kick, kick, handspring. Baba Ganoush goes down. Chop, chop, chop. Bulldog gets a one. Kick to Doring, but a dodgy kick to Arch. Arch throws Tadgers into the corner. Tarantula time from Tadgers, and then a go, go, go to Dorin, and a big kick from Tadgers gets the free count against the Jobbers. It was a very, very, very interesting match. Um, because over on Raw at the minute, Rhino and Tadgers are like one of the top two <laughs> of three teams that Raw's got running for him. Um, and to have get battered. You're battered for a long period of time in Rhino by Danny Dorin. Very interesting opening contest. Up through, goal for the tarantula. He's got it on. Tajiri has a tarantula on Arch Kincaid. Gore! 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 Rhino comes in, cleaning house. Dan Morrison's out of the way. Tajiri setting it up. Oh. Oh. Roundhouse kick right to the head. One, two, three. and it's over. Teamwork personified. Rhino Tajiri with the win. Up next, we see the University of Miami Youth Debate presented by Stephen McMahon, JBL and Mick Foley. Uh, Foley and JBL, they square off to discuss the troubles facing young Americans of today. This is not the sort of content I want from my Sunday Night Orange Fest. It's a bit too serious and far too long. It takes up nearly 10 minutes of heat. Heat's not long as it is. We don't need to see this. Save this shit for Raw. We come back from commercials to the greatest theme tune in wrestling as it's your boy, main event maven, making his entrance as Al Snow marks out about Maven's physique. Um, it's the only good thing he's doing, put over you guys. Um, his opponent losing tonight is the boss of Sunday Night Heat, Stephen Richards. Uh, Richards, he talks shit to start, and then he gives it the big into the crowd, but Maven is not having any of it, and does the same, but then Stevie blindsides him. Come on, Maven, we're cleverer than this. Ed in the game. Stephen Richards. Well, this past week on Raw, both of these men wanted to impress the crowd. They want a shot at the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, what a mistake by Maven. Uh, the chase is on, and Stevie runs into a big clothesline. Power slam from Maven gets a two. Into the corner, but a thumb to the eye gets Richards in control. We get our usual mid-match cuddle until uh, Maven fights out. Slam from Richards, and he calls for a moonsault. Snow doesn't believe he's ever seen a Stevie Salt as Maven catches him on the top and it's a big electric chair, including great visuals from Maven. I don't think I've ever seen a Stevie Salt. He's getting a little... Getting a little cocky, Stephen Richards. Did not stay on Maven and may pay the price here. Maven's... Electric chair! We get trading blows, but Maven with a forearm and a couple of clotheslines. Back body drop and a mahoosive dropkick gets a two. The finish comes when Stevie goes for a double arm DDT, but Maven drops down and rolls over for a quick 1-2-3. Maven with the victory in the main event, not quite the main event of Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, man. That was a, that again was a weird sort of jobber match uh, 
where Stephen Richards, I, I, he was never going to get the win. But Maven's in that weird situation where we were pushing him hard for a long time at Raw. They kind of they slowed down on that a little bit as Shelton Benjamin took over that spot. But then they slowed down a little bit on that as well because it's back to Triple H and Shawn Michaels. We see some Raw highlights of Lita speaking for the first time since losing a baby. And then we see more Raw action with Evolution discussing Taboo Tuesday and Eric Bischoff's decision that every superstar who's not involved already in a match will be eligible to face Chris Jericho for the IC title. Now that is one of those that on Taboo Tuesday made me think that, you know, it might not be as legit because I, I just, I feel like if it was legit, proper legit, fans are knobheads. <laughs> they want to pick someone random. But I think Shelton Benjamin, that's such a kayfabe option. So I'd, uh, to this day, WWE is still adamant, aren't they, that it was, it was legit, but I don't know. We run through the card for Taboo Tuesday and more commercial breaks. And when we return, we see Stacey Keebler at a Make-A-Wish Awards ceremony. And then it's time for our main event. Uh, Big Shelts, we've just been speaking about him, potentially going up for the IC title at Taboo Tuesday, going up against the big dog himself, Red Dog. Rodney Mack, accompanied by his main squeeze, Jazz. Um, Al Snow, he says, fugging and bugging is something we do in the hood. Something you wouldn't know about, Todd. <laughs> we get a lock-up times free to start. It takes ever, forever to get going. And Shelton takes control of a single leg into an armbar. Uh, Mack, he switches out and applies a headlock. Shelton, though, powers out and into an armbar of his own. Shelton blocks an armbar and a takedown for a one. Iptos, arm drag, back into the armbar. Um, really a power start. There was no pace. Like Shelton's a very fast paced. He's not rarely you see ground and pound to start from Shelton. Uh, but I suppose against big rodders, there's not much you can do. Dog, he powers out and he dances and Shelton nips up and a right sends Rodney into the into the corner. A shot from Jazz and the ref kind of notices and ignores it. Like Refs don't care on a weekend. Uh, Rodney with the boots and he hits the jobber choke of death. Uh, more boots from rodders and a shot to the back for a one into an armbar, and the crowd could not care less. They are ready for Raw. I think that's the thing. We, we've mentioned this before. Velocity and um, heat be, being recorded before Raw. Uh, yeah, you're, you're ready for it. Do you know what I mean? I think, I suppose, they're a bit more hyped than it would be afterwards, especially if you're after a terrible episode of Raw. Uh, you'd be like, oh, God, sit through heat now. I think before it works, it'd be like, the crowd, no, it didn't work this time. Rodders, he talks shit and delivers some shots to Shelton. But Shelton reverses with a Russian leg sweep and both men are down. Uh, Snow, he blames it on the shot from Jazz and chops and shots from Shelton and he's now got the momentum. Back elbow from the ropes. Shelton up top. Big flying crossbody though, only gets a two count. Jazz is on the apron. Rodney goes into her. Shelton backs it up. Big stinger splash and a big T-bone gets the one, two, three and the victory in the main event of Sunday Night Heat getting fired up but he's not following up he's not covering him it looks like benjamin's gonna go for the high risk maneuver is this smart we'll find out in a few moments benjamin it on the top be. turnbuckle it could be it is flying clothesline from the top rope this is it hook in the leg shoot benjamin no. no rodney mack staying in there rodney mack kicking out yet again shelton benjamin sizing him up jazz up on the ring oh Sean Benjamin just slung. And it looks like he might have done it on purpose. Big splash in the corner. Jazz tried to distract Sean Benjamin. Oh, backfired. T-Bone suplex. Go on, T-Bone. The win. Shelton Benjamin does it. 
for me, it was I was I enjoy watching Shelton Benjamin when he's flying around the ring and he's a bit more fast paced. But again, you're going up against Rodney Max, so you got to go slow. <laughs> you got to go ground and pound because there's not much that big runners can do. But again, if we're going to compare um, Heat's main event to Velocity's main event, I have to say Velocity wins. I have to say I enjoyed this episode of Heat as much as I enjoyed the episode of Velocity. But the match quality, I think the star power as well. I think Heat was very, yeah, yeah the, a bit deflated with the the star power on each. Obviously, you've got the Divas, uh, which, again, they are two of the best Divas. But if we're talking, if we're going to compare it with star power, I think the Bashams come first. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, it was it was all right. It was, it's always fun. It's always fun to dip a toe into the sea show and watch a bit of velocity and heat. I have such a laugh. It's it's so nostalgic. I have such a giggle going back. I'm trying to firstly, I have such a giggle going back to try and find the the rips or the uploads. And thank you as always to the strangers out there that upload something ten years ago and they probably don't remember they ever did it. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's do it again sometime. So coming up next from ourselves, as I keep mentioning, it will be Raw Smackdown European Tour as we build towards Taboo Tuesday our next pay-per-view from the Raw brand. And as always, you can find all our back catalogue of stuff on SoundCloud and all your podcast platforms. If you don't already, you can hit us up on all forms of social media at Era Podcast. That's all you have to do. I've been Dave. Thank you very much for taking your time out to watch slash listen, however you get it. However you get your ruthless fix uh, as we took a look at Velocity and Heat. I've been Dave. Until then, stay safe, everybody. Peace out. Ruthless. <laughs>